0: about the importance of human connection and presence in today's tech-centered world. Roman Dumont, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me, John.
0: It is a pleasure to be with you. You're joining us from Paris, France. I'm south of Salt Lake City in Utah. Today, we're going to be exploring the importance of human connection and presence in today's tech centered world. And this is something you have unique expertise in given uh, your company and. Your app that's all about connecting people across the world with a simple touch. And I'll explain more about that in a minute. I'll give you a chance to explain more about that as well um, after I share your bio. Uh, But I think this will just be a really fun conversation. And clearly, we are in an increasingly interconnected, globalized world. uh, And that's facilitated more and more by technology, just like we're able to connect across the ocean via Zoom to have this really nice conversation and then disseminated across the world for people all over to to listen to Uh, you know there are other technologies and methods for people to connect and we just need to figure out how to do that in a more human way Uh, that will allow us to to have our social needs met. We are, in fact, social animals. Human beings need to be connected with other people, even if you're introverted, even if you kind of like being alone, you still need human connection, just maybe not quite as much as some people. Uh, And so we just need to figure out how to do that in a day and age where it seems like we're getting more and more disconnected, despite having the opportunity to connect more than ever. So that's gonna be the conversation for today. As we get started, I wanted to share... Roman's bio with everybody. Roman Dumont is founder of Hilo, the first app that connects people across the world with a simple touch. A native of France with an entrepreneurial spirit, he worked for 16 years in the consulting industry and co-founded his first company in Japan when he turned 30. As a managing partner for multiple companies, he has been instrumental in the success of each of those firms. After selling his company in 2011 and helping the new owners merge in a subsequent acquisition in 2015, He moved on to challenge himself in the digital arena and worked for two years as managing director for Momomi, a leading firm in IoT and augmented reality based in Palo Alto. At the end of 2019, he started Hilo as a side project while working throughout 2020 at a startup specializing in creating authentic visual content at scale. Willing to ensure the success of Hilo, Roman has been focusing solely on his new venture since 2021. He graduated from the HEC School of Management and holds a bachelor's degree in art history from the Sorbonne. He is a father of two boys and an active business angel with multiple investments, mainly impact-driven and women-led ventures. What a tremendous background. It is truly a pleasure to be with you. Anything else you would like to share with listeners by way of your background, personal context, kind of personal history before we dive on in further.
1: Thank you, thank you for this bio. Um, well, my, my wife is uh, British, British Indian. Uh, so I have uh, definitely in my life, um, you know, a very broad view of the world. Um, actually my uh, grandmother was half American. So I, I really have, um, yeah, I think I, I, I can call myself a citizen of the world.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, why don't we start by you telling us a little bit more about your current venture. Uh, tell us about the app. Tell us about why you decided to start it, uh, start the company. And then we can, after kind of zooming in on that, we can zoom back out and talk a little bit more generally about how we can find more human connection amidst all of the tremendous technologies of our day.
1: It all started with a very sad event. Uh, that happened in my in my life in the life of uh, my wife and I in two thousand and fourteen um, we were fortunate to have a, a baby boy uh, in two thousand and ten our first uh, child, and we wanted another one in two thousand and fourteen. we discovered that my wife and I had a genetic uh, incompatibility like that we had the same gene at the very same place that for different reason had a mutation so we had a ch- one chance out of four to have some uh, genetic disease and uh well our second boy wasn't lucky and and got it so we knew that we were facing um the the fifth months of pregnancy a very um very uh, grim uh future for this for this little boy anyway we wanted to give him a chance and he he was born and we loved him very much so rafael uh, lived for two days and and he still lives in our heart, uh, and and is uh, here with us. But through this um, moment of of grief and pain, I've learned two things. First, that you know, in, in our in our society, uh, we often have people that tell you, you know, let it go, express yourself. You know, it's good to you know to tell what you have on your heart. I was I was scared. Let let me tell you, I was. I was scared of me not being able to express myself, not finding the right words. And likewise, I could feel that people around us would not you know find the words easily to express themselves. And at the same time, the beauty of it is that it was all right. It was okay to be silent. And I found that silence was actually um, not something bad, but something really positive. And yet silence is not something that in our well, today we see as necessarily benevolent. It's more like we're silent because it's, we're feeling discomfort. And actually, no, silent can be something extremely positive that we should embrace. And for me, that was a real revelation. That, that's the first thing. And I would say one thing is it's not just silence. Silence with presence. So um, knowing that people are right here for you with their presence, but not saying a sing- simple, single word. And the second thing I've learned as well is I grew up in a quite um, Christian upbringing and I discovered throughout this, uh, uh, this moment that uh, some groups of people were eager to give us some support and they were not religious. They were just here to say, well, we could gather for you and bring, give some positive energy um, you know, to heal your child. And I was like, mm, so what do, you, what do you want from me? And they were, no, just your permission. Okay. Well, yeah, sure. I, I, I love some, some good vibes and positive energy. And that was also, although it, it may sound a little bit naive, but for me, I, I was always tagging spirituality with religion. And the word prayer for me was always associated with a religion behind it. And I figured out, actually, no, you could be praying, so to speak, or having you know, this moment given to you without actually connecting it to any religion. So yeah, why would atheists have, you know, not the right to actually give positive vibes, right? So those two things led me to just have this desire um, soon after the funerals to think about an app, thinking about a way for us at any time, anywhere in the world to communicate our presence to anyone whenever we wanted. And I thought, well, obviously, it would be pure presence. So it would be silent. So touch, touch would be the the way to to communicate that. So it would be literally touching your phone for a certain time and for people to know that you're touching, you're, you're there. And that was back in 2014. I was general manager of a rather large consulting firm. And it took me five years to step outside of the consulting world and then find the um, a friend of mine I, I was in between Memomi and this other company. And she said, well, Roman, why do you look for another company? Why, why don't you create your own? And I went, oh, well, maybe you're right. And there was this one idea five years back that I thought, well, maybe, you know, it's, I, I got to do it. That's only me who can do this. And I, I started working on this. And I, I really had an epiphany. It was an amazing moment. Worked. Uh, I was around Christmas 2019, right before the pandemic, and then I, I actually I happened to work for this startup for one startup that contacted me anyway. But uh, yeah, and then I, I as a side project I worked on the Hilo, so it's to heal with a hello, uh, it's a com- combining combination of, of, of those words. And uh, and in 2021, last year, I decided to go full on onto to Hilo, and we released the app in December last year. So three about a little more than three months ago. So that's my story in a short. Uh...
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. My heart breaks for you and your family. I am a father of six children, and I can't even imagine uh, what it would be like to, to, to deal with that. Um, I'm, I'm glad you were able to find some peace and comfort and that you had support around you. And it's a, a really heartbreaking, but really inspiring origin story for a new company uh, and for, you know, a new app that really, you know, every intention is to just allow people to have more of that connection and healing uh, so that we can be there for each other even when we're not there physically. So I, I think that's fantastic. Tell us a little bit more about how it's been going uh, with Hilo and what the kind of the like the reception has been and how it's being utilized. and And I think, you know, certainly in our personal lives, I can easily see that the, the application, uh, and as you described, there are just heartbreaking moments and and opportunities to, to lift the hands that hang down all around us all the time. Um, but I'm also curious about how it may be utilized in a workplace, uh, as I'm a manager of a team or, uh, or a senior leader trying to, you know, show empathy and compassion and, and meet the, the, uh, the emotional and psychological needs of my people, maybe we can talk about that as well.
1: the core on about Hilo is that really it, it fits a need that wasn't addressed. Um, you know often we we think about people or we want to be supporting people, even though you may have just had lunch with someone or just talked with someone, but the conversation was intense, so there were things that were unsaid and and you want to just add this extra feeling so yeah, the idea of Hilo is really not losing any opportunity um, for you to express yourself and to say to someone that you think about him or her. Uh, but obviously, we, we, you don't do this with a phone. You know, if you ever call someone and stay silent, that's going to be freaky. <laughs> and, uh, and and if you text and, and you just text nothing, if you leave it blank, it, it's also, it would be seen as a mistake. So Hilo really fits this space where you literally just just want to be there for someone. And so we have very interesting use cases. Um, It's all very new. So when you talk about the the working space, I think we're going to see more and more Hilo uh, being used on on the workspace um, for, you know, bringing everyone's attention, especially when everyone is often playing with the phone, even though this is a big, you know, everyone should be concentrated. So you could have easily, I can imagine a Hilo being part of a, A ritual that you do, and then you put your phone down. You know, after being connected through the phone, which is somehow an extension of our bodies, let it down uh, and just listen, pay attention. So um, we've seen multiple cases. So I'll just name a few. One is between lovers. That that one works between lovers. Definitely, it's something you know you want to say that you love someone very often but at the same time you know just typing it doesn't sound always easy or after typing it once you want to say something else so yeah just being silenced and you can be in real time on Hilo. um yeah just for the for everyone to know how it works um you you say hilo very much like you do on whatsapp or telegram uh, similar apps so you say say hello to to you john and i'll just so you'll ha- receive a notification i'll just stay with one finger at least one finger on on the screen of my phone i'll i have a circle of color that's the the avatar on Hilo. and if you're available very much like a phone call sometimes you you will sometimes you won't you will come up and i'll see your circle coming into my screen and you'll see mine and we'll be right here right now connected silent the circles are breathing next to each other so there is something uh very um very calm very very Simple and, and beautiful. And at the end of 30 seconds, because you have to stay 30 seconds in a row, that's the core principle of Hilo, super internet, intentional. It's not just a, a little like that you just press uh, in, in no time. So you stay for those 30 seconds. You can stay longer if you'd like. And once you just feel like, okay, I, I got to move on, you lift your fingers and then you're invited to draw. You do a little drawing. Um, and that drawing adds A little bit more flavor about what what is behind your uh, intention to say hello to me, but you don't have to say it um, at first. You just say at last. So the first movement is you know I I just want to say I think about you, I love you, I care for you, and at the end you wrap. I call it the wrapping paper of the gift of time that you're making. So you wrap it. You just uh, do a little drawing and you send it, and then the person receives a drawing. So that's how it works. Uh, so that works very well with lovers as I said it works very well with um, in relationships um, in some sad cases uh, obviously it helps so people who are sick um, you know you want to tell them very often that you think about them you can't just call them every every other minute uh, it works with divorcee um, I, I had multiple cases of parents. Um, who are divorced and it's really painful to have their kids only um, once every two weeks. So to tell their kids, you know, how much they care about them just before it's like a hug, you know, it's a bit like a digital hug to do a Hilo. So it really feels comfy and, and nice. And, and, and kids love it too, because they sometimes don't know really what to to write, but doing a drawing is so much fun. Um, We have also uh, people doing Hilo when, you know, they, just for a birthday or for the, you know, just rather than doing something that is textual, like typing happy birthday sounds, it's you know, just letters that everyone use for other purposes. But doing a Hilo is also doing this really moment plus this this signature. Uh, and the signature, actually, just to um, tell a few more words about it, it's something people love because there is no more, um, things we do with our hands, really. Um, you know, we don't write anymore with a pen so much. We don't write letters to friends. So doing a Hilo, and you can write as much as your the screen of your phone is allowing you. That's really unique, They're very raw, very authentic. So yeah, so people love doing this. Although you have the feature already on your phones, you know, very few people would do that. But because Hilo is integrating this in the in the process, People just love it. So, yeah, just give you a couple of uh, examples. uh, But I think we're just seeing the the beginning of it. And I'll I'll talk more about the future of Hilo uh, a bit later.
0: Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Academy Well, I I think that's fantastic. And as I think about these applications in the workplace, we know that one of the biggest drivers of employee engagement, satisfaction, and connection with their employer, their, their loyalty commitment to the work that they do is through the workplace relationships that they have. And, you know, when we're physically together in a physical workplace, It's easy to swing by someone's office or their desk and to say hi, and you have those organic opportunities to connect and you can have a meal with them. Uh, You know, all those opportunities are there. But as we all well know, over the course of the last couple of years during the pandemic, so many people that used to be together in person have gone virtual. More and more organizations and teams have gone virtual. you know, distributed. So there, you know, we have people from all across the world. And even now that organizations are trying to pull more people back to a physical office space, in many cases, that's a hybrid arrangement. So you're still virtual some of the time. Uh, And in other cases, you know, companies really have learned to embrace, you know, more contingent workforce or more distributed workforce. And it's simply not possible due to geographic you know, constraints for people to be all together. And so finding real authentic ways for people to connect, even when they have to work in a virtual workplace so that they can feel, um, you know, some of those together. types of, th- that togetherness, that presence um, and the importance that they have for each other, you know, the, the, the caring that they have for each other. Being able to embed that within our team, I think is going to be very, very important. Uh, and certainly, you know, when, tragedy happens in life. Um, you know, if something were to happen to me, it would be really nice for, you know, members of my team to reach out and to express themselves this way. Uh, I have a, a member of my team. Um, it was, it was about a year and a half ago now, but he was in a very, very bad car accident, uh, very bad, lucky to, to survive it. Um, and was in the hospital for months, uh, following the accident. Something like this would be amazing for that. Like, we, you know, people tried to visit the hospital, you know, tried to drop messages when we could. um, But, you know, it it, it does, there's only so much you can get out of texts or emails or even a phone call or a video chat. And you can't do those all the time. And like you said, sometimes when tragedy strikes, you don't need to say anything. You just, you need the person to know that you're there for them. Right. And that's exactly what you're describing through this app. So I, I, I really do see that this could be a tremendous um, you know, benefit to teams, especially virtual teams or hybrid teams, distributed teams, to allow us to just have a better sense of connection that we can recognize that social need we all have, that we can have that human connection and, and leverage the technology to bring us closer together rather than allowing the technology to split us further apart.
1: I couldn't agree more, John. Um, Actually, there was this beautiful book um, in 2020 uh, from um, the um, General, um, uh, how do you call him? Um, First, um, it's the first doctor of the United States, um, first surgeon, general surgeon, actually. I I think you call him. The uh, Surgeon General. Yeah. Surgeon General, thank you. is called um, Dr. Vivek Murthy, and is um, quite well known, I think, in the states. And um, he wrote a book called Together. Um, and this book is really was really interesting for me to read because this doctor, with all his know-how about how to treat um, cancer, how to treat tons of different diseases, he actually realized one thing: is social connection is the core um, and this is like water, food, air. This is like a, a vital supply. If we don't have social connection, we die. There is no way we can survive without it. And the more you build them, the more you um, foster them, the, the better, the healthier you are. And, and you can imagine that drugs, violence, everything is stemming from a lack of social connection. So as long as you have, you know, we very often you say a family, you know, family around, but it's just more than a family, you know, friends. It could be um, your 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 neighborhood, etc. And I think we realize that we got to make sure that we um, yeah, we, we we keep on um, as you said with your colleague that, that had a car accident, we keep on you know keeping the social connection social bind and it's obviously not so much by scrolling mindlessly on on some social media that we're doing this it's being really present for people is very different and and you know there is only so much time we can talk with people I mean I myself and I I'd love to call a bit more my my grandma but sometimes you know you feel uh gonna keep me for 30 minutes and if I don't stay 30 minutes then (laughs) I'm gonna be in trouble so I just don't do it which is sad so but at the same time I'm losing an opportunity when I I think about her not to do anything about it so I think Hilo is really this tool that you can use anytime for many purposes on the work field and for um, one-on-one giving one-on-one presence small group and yeah, I'll tell you more about the public gathering also part, which is a, this big new feature coming, in, coming, coming up for Hilo in, in 2022. But that's, that's, yeah, that's what I wanted to share.
0: That's fantastic. That's wonderful. Yeah, so why don't we go there? Um, tell us about what's c- kind of coming up with Hilo. Tell us about this new feature uh, as we get closer to our close. Uh, and then we'll start to wrap up.
1: Okay. Um, well... I guess john you you are sometimes giving money for not for profit are you? We all are to a certain extent um, but not for profit organization um, they really need donations they really need money from from you and i from from a lot of people the the way they they they're trying to get money is a lot through events creating events, meaningful events such as so, sports events and concerts, these are examples of things that not-for-profit are doing. But there are no ways right now, no opportunities for them to do meaningful 100% digital event. The, the closest to what you can do as a not-for-profit to bring people together is a Facebook Live, which... To be honest, is not super engaging. You can click to have little hearts, you know, popping up. But on Hilo, what we're going to propose and we'll have it uh, set up for m- soon, mid m- middle of this year, is going to be for those not-for-profit to have channels on Hilo, for them to create events with a countdown. They'll be able to gather their community and th- with an MC. Obviously, someone famous that can bring people together, and that's often the case. So, you know, fame is <coughs> something uh, celebrities are happy to give for for not for profit. And you will be able, as a user, to live some amazing moment of silence for a cause that you feel strong about, hosted by an NC that you probably have some, you know, um, respect for, and. You'll have the ability, as a not-for-profit, to propose at the end of the Hilo moment, to, you know, to have a little micro donation for the for for your cause, and because on the Hilo you have this drawing part, so you'll have tons of great beautiful content, uh, proofs of love I call them, um, for your for your not-for-profit so that you can then repost. You can put, you know on big big screens at the entrance of your building, et cetera, et cetera. You can even do a book every year with the most beautiful kilo you will have received. So I am extremely excited about this. And I'm already talking with some um, NGOs, not-for-profit organizations, and they truly just love it because it's super easy to set up. It's almost free of charge. I mean, I'm gonna have a SaaS model where they'll pay just a small fee uh, every month. But it's gonna be really something engaging, emotionally super strong, and um, yeah, I can't wait to to have not-for-profits uh, creating their channels on Hilo.
0: That's wonderful, Roman. It has just been a pleasure. This is really fascinating to me. Um, you know, I, I look forward to exploring the app myself and testing it out, and and I, I just think this is wonderful, especially for. Um, You know, certainly for individuals, as we've been talking about, but in the workplace, especially for distributed teams, those that are virtual or hybrid, I think this can really be a good tool to help us feel more connected, closer to each other, so we can develop those important, meaningful relationships of trust with each other and feel like we have each other's back. Uh, that's that's really important for a dynamic team to be able to, to move positively into the future and to produce you know great results for the organization and for the consumer. So I think this is all wonderful. Uh, before we wrap up for today, I just wanted to give you a chance to share with listeners how they can connect with you, find out more about your work, and then give us the final word on the topic for today.
1: Thank you, John. So you can, any listener who wants to know more and connect with me, you can connect through LinkedIn or you can just send me an email at, Roman, R-O-M-A-I-N, at Hilo, H-E-A-L-L-O dot app. Um, I am um, thrilled to have been invited today, uh, John. It would been a real pleasure. Um, you can check our website if you want to know more, uh, Hilo.app. And, uh, yeah, you can find us on uh, on Google Play and the App Store um, and uh, yeah, we're we're not selling your data. We're privacy uh, super compliant. We we have a small business model where, if you love Hilo, you can subscribe. We have a between one and two dollar per month subscription uh, if you love us. So I, we're into the volume game. We're not here to milk anyone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we think that uh, we have a, a strong value proposal, and uh, yeah, we'd love to have. Uh, all of you trying it and, and give us, uh, give us your feedback, give a note on, on, on the stores. That'd be great, but most importantly, use it and, and share the love, spread the love.
0: Wonderful. Thank you, Roman. It has been a pleasure. I encourage listeners to reach out, get connected, find out more about what Roman and his team can do for you. Check out the app. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week.